ever wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere with your host, Inez Simpson. This is the show that talks to everyone from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious and yes, even the skeptics. Now, here's Inez Simpson. Yeah, Inez Simpson here, and I recorded this previously, this show, uh, it was pre-recorded, because Gabby Lazinger, who's my guest on the show, is very hard to get pinned down, she's so busy. But I noticed as I listened to the show that we really didn't give her website out very much or told you much about it or anything, um, so I'm going to tell you that up front now in case you're listening on a podcast Otherwise, it'll be on our show page and Voice America. All that will be there. Uh, but if you're listening to a podcast, it's her name of her website is happychildren.de. And that's a German web- website. Now, when you click on it, it'll convert to uh, English. So it's not a problem. There's so many happy children things out there that I thought I better specify ahead of ahead of the show so you know it and if you have any issues or you want to talk to this woman or you want to do something to help out whatever it would be it was you can email me at inez at inezsimpson.com and i will forward it to her and that might be the easiest way okay now on with the show welcome to hypnosis everywhere And today we have a great guest. We've been friends for quite a few years, and I've been trying to get her on for a whole year. We're finally succeeding here. So welcome, Gabby, and welcome to the show. And Gabby Lazinger, how do you say your last name properly? Well, it's Lassinger, but... Lassinger, because, yes, it's German. German version, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think the German version is right, considering you're German. (laughs) Anyway, so that's a great thing that you're finally here, and I want to tell the audience why I was so excited to have you when we've been friends. But this woman, I tell you, she's the real deal, and uh, she touches my heart. Um, Hmm. I didn't know that was going to be so emotional. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Anyway, it's great. And I really want you to tell your story. But first of all, I want you to talk about how you came to hypnosis because you are a hypnotist. And just give us a little, little bit of a background on you before we start the great story. Okay. And so there were two reasons uh, coming for, uh, to hypnosis or searching for something w- which would be so deep that people could change their behavior or change their attitudes on, on a deep level. So one was that I have been working as a coach for 28 years now. And one thing is to understand the problems and the other is to tackle the problem. So I was looking for something which could help with that. And the second reason is for my children in Nepal who are very traumatized when they come to me and they can't express what really bothers them and their pain and their wounds. And hypnosis is just super for that. And especially the Simpsons protocol is great for that. Well, thank you. I'm glad I've had a little bit of help to you. Uh, So what happened and your children in Nepal? Let's start that story. Right from the very beginning. Uh, You don't have to draw it out, but I want a background of it too. Okay. Yeah, well, the background is that I was unhappy. There was not really a reason to be because 
you know, I was born in a poor country and I did everything I could to achieve something. So I wanted a better life than my parents had or my grandparents had. And I really did everything I could for that. But when I had it, I had it all, I was not happy. And I, I was wondering, you know, am I crazy? What's wrong with me? Everything should be fine. So on my deepest point, I thought I have to do something because I was depressed, honestly, crazy thing. And I went to India because I thought, where could I find happiness? Where could I find that spirituality and that enlightenment? It can only be in the most spiritual country uh, on, on this planet. And that was India. But there, I didn't find what I was looking for. Actually, I didn't even know what I was really looking for. And uh, when I had this culture shock in India and being frustrated, I ended up in Nepal. And there... I found something I was not looking for, and that was actually my, my beginning. Uh, I found starving children on the streets in the slums, and I just could not uh, turn around and think, so what can I do? I mean, we all feel sorry for these children, but most of the time it's, it's really hard to do something. And I thought, I am looking for spirituality, I'm looking for happiness, I'm looking for that big thing, and then I just turn around and don't do anything. So that, that was the beginning, actually, where, where I thought, well, there is something bigger than me, uh, bigger than my fears, and, and bigger than my problems, and this is how I started everything. Yeah, what a start. And from there, you really started and you, you created an orphanage. Yes, I did. I Really, honestly, I didn't plan. So I, I'm not a holy person. You know, people think, wow, you know, you, you did that. I could never do that. I never wanted. When I went to India, it was all about me. At that time, I wouldn't really confess this because I didn't know. But today, I would say it was about me. It was about my insecurities. It was about lack of love. I wanted to belong. I wanted to be loved. I told myself this old story that my mother is not loving me, so nobody else is loving me. You know, it, it was just about me. I wanted to be good as a coach. I was uh, working as a psychic, so I had put a lot of pressure on myself, how to be good, how to serve people. So it was all for a good reason. You know, it was not like a selfish reason. Nevertheless, it was just about myself. And... Uh, Yes, of course, of course. But, you know, at that time it was, no, 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 no. Yeah. I, well, and, uh, and, and this is uh, what was surprising to me, that suddenly it was not about me. Suddenly it was about like a higher purpose, but it was not consciously. It was all put in front of my nose. <laughs> so what was your first step? How did you even start? Well, this is a very, very long story, and we would need a very, very long time to really talk. <laughs> really. Okay, abridged version. Yeah, uh, just, just a, a short version. It is that at, at first, uh, I uh, just brought the water and uh, something uh, to eat, and I thought, yeah, well, that would be good, and I was searching for an organization who could take them. But after one hour, they were back on the street. Then I was looking for uh, another home for them to put them. I just wanted a sponsorship, you know, first. 
and uh, that was also not good. So it, it all failed. You know, the short version is everything failed. Everybody told me, don't do it. It is their karma. And why do you interfere? This is how it is here. And just leave them. There are thousands of children. You can't help them all anyway. And, well, when everything failed, I thought, I have to do something now. I picked them. I gave them hope. And now I can't just go away and back home and say, sorry, it didn't turn out. It, it is too difficult to help you, so I just leave it. Well, and then I had to look for a, a house for renting, and that was the new home. I didn't know anything about this work. I didn't know how to start. It was everything just intuition and kind of a higher calling just to do it. Mm-hmm. It's always impressed me because uh, and I, know, I know you don't care about that. But for me, when I see a person and, and someone is authentically there in service, that is an entirely different aspect, especially in the West. Yeah. Especially here. Yeah. So, you know, we tend to say, wow, that's, that woman's an angel. I still think you are, by the way. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I also understand that you're very human. And that's the biggest part for me is that you continue to work. How many years is it now? It's 20. 20 it's, years. It's, and you've just, yeah. you know... You impress me so much because when people just say, oh, it's too hard, I don't want to do it, I just look at you. And I think <laughs> if Gabby can keep going, why can't we or them? You know, it's um, just uh, if you start to understand how much, how many times I know that, uh, you know, that it's been very, very difficult at times. And yeah. at that time, you just sort of just pull up your boots and get moving again. It's very stirring and it's very uh, incredible. So what are we doing for these kids right now? How are they progressing? Because you've got some very joyous stories from this 20 years. Yeah. So let's just... You know, it's very hard. Really, it's very difficult, but it's all worth it. Who said it would be easy? You know, (laughs) there is this thing. And it's absolutely worth it uh, because I see that children who were starving... And who, or who were almost dying, they are doctors today. We have a doctor, we have a lawyer, we have psychologists, teachers, uh, nurses. Most of them would, would like to go for uh, very social uh, purposes and very social jobs. And sometimes I tell them, don't you want to do this? Don't you want to do that? Because there is more money in it to have a better life. No, no, no. I want to help people. And they, they have... You know, such a, such a gratitude, uh, not the thank you, thank you one, but to yeah. just show that they want to continue this because they say if, if they had not been poor, they had never met me and never gone to Happy Children Home, and then they would never be the person they are today. And, and that is so heartwarming that it's not just about surviving, it, it's about growing that good heart into people and make a better world. Yeah, I think it's astounding, great work you've done. And I have to admit that I don't know if I could have taken it on for sure. I, it, wouldn't, it didn't fall in my face or anything, but, uh, you know, the, I know as hypnotists, I mean, we tend to be service-oriented people. We tend Absolutely. to be. I mean, Absolutely. I'm sure there's a few that aren't, you know, like every other field. Yes. But 
yeah. essentially our hearts in the right place. We always want to help people. And yeah. you not only help people with hypnosis at home in Germany, but you also help the kids with it. And I think that's yeah. astounding. And some of those stories, I think, are, like you say, they can't express, they no. can't talk. And luckily, it's true, Simpson Protocol, we don't need that. And we can just let it do it internally. And it, it's a big gift uh, for you, for them. And I love that. But I love it that you kept looking for everything. You were always on the look. I know when I first met you, you were looking for something to help them. Yeah. And yeah. that's how we got to be really good friends. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I appreciate that so much. Yeah. So uh, I just, some of the stories I know, I remember seeing on Facebook, the one not very long ago, looking for a chef's training position. Yes. Right? And, yes. and, and, and like you say, nurses and doctors in the past, in the 20 years, you mm -hmm. have created so much change for them that this is going to pay forward into the country. Yes. Right. And I believe, and I believe, like the Simpsons Protocol does, it is also enriching the field. You know, some yes. people are saying, why would I donate to a small organization? Or why would I do, donate at the other end of the world? You know, where, where is it? Yeah. Uh, Nepal? Uh, Tibet? Is it India? No, no, I say it's Nepal. You know, so they, some people, they, they don't really think it's worth it. But, and I was thinking a long time then, so what do I tell all those people? You know, why is yeah. it important to help not only the own family or the own country? And I am strongly believing it is the field, you know, we are enriching and we are growing. Like you were saying, many people are doing the Simpsons Protocol, so we are actually growing the field. Vastly, yeah. yeah. So yeah. everything is, and, and let's get to that concept before, because I think many people might not understand that concept. Mm -hmm. about growing the field. I mm -hmm. mean, we talk uh, sort of um, in general in uh, quantum physics, I, they call it the morphic field, and it's usually builds as initially you were the first one in it, in yours, I was the first one in mine. Mm -hmm. And we continued to grow that field as we went uh, global. And that's the other reason, not just that we're, you know, uh, in increasing the field for the whole global community it's not yeah. just this is not just about nepal or germany or parksville canada this exactly. is about a, a field that is everywhere and as that grows it has a positive effect on the world now yeah. people go oh yeah well, i heard that stuff before <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. but i actually see it play out and i think you do too and yeah. It's an important facet of that. Now, if I wanted to be really articulate, I'd get my sidekick on and explain that. So we'll see if we need to do that later. He's just shaking his head. I don't need to do it. You're doing fine. <laughs> so, Gabby. Yeah. Yeah. So now that that field has grown, what's, what is on your agenda at this time? At this time, so I'm growing the help and the support. We are having more projects, projects for girls who are married at very young age, uh, like 12, 13, and we are teaching them skills, life skills and uh, professional skills, stitching, bakery, whatever. Uh, my aim is by 2025, 
to help 10,000. And, uh, and what, uh, on my agenda is also more keynotes to create more awareness, create more awareness about growing that field, create more awareness about the oneness yeah. Now we have, and also create more awareness about actually it's not always so difficult to find your purpose. You just have to put your eye on it. And as you said, you don't know if you could have done it. I didn't know it either. You know, no. it's, it's not, but when do you test your strength? You know, when do you test really who you are when you are standing in front of the lion? You know, yes. not when you are sitting on, on your couch at home. So, and that's no. it. You just, you just have to go into it. Yeah, I, I think that's what happens with everyone. We're always astounded. But, uh, but sometimes, you know, the rest of us can sit by on our couch and we don't notice there's some of those lions very close by. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Exactly. <laughs> and what do we think then? You know, we uh, are thinking this I, time. Yeah. I did something wrong. I didn't learn my lesson because I do not know how to do it now, you know, how to tackle the situation. And, and that's not it. You know, it's just a test sometimes. Yeah, quite often, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're, you did get a, uh, you did a keynote not long ago. And yes. um, tell me a little bit about that and how that well, was. That that was in Switzerland, and it, it was it was crazy. You know, I'm I'm still dreaming. I don't want to wake up because it's quite hard to fundraise, especially for a small organization. Some people think that the impact is not big enough, so it's much easier to give to big ones. But small organizations they can really have a big impact because they don't have this big office uh, work. And so there, um, there we had uh, some very, well, uh, famous international speakers, for example, Neil Donald Walsh, you might know him, the, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Conversations with God. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they were auctioning some pictures and some packages they were giving. So to make it short, sorry, I'm, I'm so still, I'm so fascinated by all, we got... 100,000 Swiss francs and oh. that never never ever happened before so it's like a sign from God because many times I'm thinking what if something happens to me you know what what, what if I fall ill or what if I die tomorrow how are they going to survive and, and that was a sign that help and support is coming that was so great that's awesome and I think this is where we're going to get into a break and we'll start talking again on the other side about all this stuff that's happening. And that was a great thing in Switzerland. Yes, okay. it was. We'll see you on the other side. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Hi. This is Inez Simpson. Thanks for listening to the show, Hypnosis Everywhere. If this is the first time listening, well, we have a whole treasure trove of shows archived here and on Voice America page and in Hypnosis Everywhere website, all free for you to listen to anytime. The first year's broadcast showed the amazing diversity of the talent and the skills of those people who make up our fascinating hypnosis community. This season, Hypnosis Everywhere, the next level, will delve deep into where modern hypnosis is now taking us. 
the new discoveries and adventures as we explore this infinite mind of ours. And we explore Simpson Protocol hypnosis that is taking us higher and deeper than ever before. We'll talk about the astounding insights that show us how our mind can shape and change our lives for the better. So come join us on Hypnosis Everywhere, amazing people who are on amazing adventures in this world of hypnosis. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, send an email to Inez, that's I-N-E-S, at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere. We're going to join Gabby again. And I'm just uh, wanting to tell you that since I know Gabby, we, we, she's gone through many struggles. And when you're looking at, you know, the big picture of Oxfam, little children, whatever kind of, those are big organizations with fleets of trucks and all this stuff. And we get just caught up and think, well, that's not much because it's all not real to us. This is so real to me because I know the only person that runs this show is her. And to think that she does this, and I've seen her come back to Germany to generate funds, which are mostly made by her, by the way. So don't think that this is just by your donation that this is running. She has run this from the very, from the very beginning out of her pocket. And I just, I am just blown away by her. So Gabby. I'm sorry I put you on the spot all the time because yeah. you're not very good at, at talking yourself up and I know that no, but no. you know it's unbelievable I remember when I first met you and you were working away hard and doing anything you could to generate enough funds to go home and pay the bills or go to back to Nepal and pay the bills yeah. so when you first met these children yeah. that sounds like easy well yeah I brought them some water and I fed them it was a lot more to it than that <laughs> because uh, kids would have been, I'm sure they must have been frightened of you. Yeah, they were. They were. So it's not about fairy tale stories. You know, mm-hmm. we imagine, well, they see us and they are so happy. They will be helped. No, no. They, they were very, very, very much afraid. You know, of course, this is uh, this white person and who knows what she's going to do with us. Uh, will it be even worse than it was before? So yeah. there, there was a lot of suspicion and it, it takes some time. It it's took not, some easy, time. not easy for them to see a good no. outcome. No, no, because I mean, they know and it is in their system that it is their karma and they deserve to be poor. They deserve the starving and, and that crazy woman wants to help them. Why would she, you know, why would she care when they are sitting 
uh, on the street or in the slums and thousands of people are passing by and not even looking at them. So something must be wrong with this woman, you know, who is just standing there and looking <laughs> at them and feeling sorry for them. So it, it was a long way to really gain their trust. And uh, it, 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 it still is with new children, you know, mm-hmm. so it's not about having any adventure or, like I said, this fairy tale story, tale story, 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 to really uh, ch- make changes, you know, to, to really transform them. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting it, to me to say, to hear, we're having some audio issues yeah. here. Hang on. Okay. Is that, that it's still today the same thing with new children. And... You know, I might not have thought of that. I would have thought, well, maybe they see other people, you know, but it, I can understand it when you t- say it. But yeah, I haven't yeah. really thought of that. So the struggle is always day one. It's, it's more or less always day one. It doesn't take as long as before yeah. because they can see that the children who are in the homes, you know, they welcome them. They're all very happy and they give them a very comfortable feeling and they give them trust. So then they think, well, then she can't be bad <laughs> when these children are so happy, <laughs> like, like that. But uh, of course it is, you know, it's, it's not just they're waiting to be saved and they're waiting for somebody coming along and doing everything for them. They, they probably rather would like to sit there on the street and not doing anything because this is their fate. This is their destiny. Mm. Yeah, fate and destiny. Yeah. Well, we all have certain aspects of that kind of belief in our systems for sure. And mm-hmm. they would not have known any other belief system to look to, no. which I'm not no. talking about religion and I'm not talking about any of that. I'm talking about their inner uh, feeling of knowing what's available, well, their yeah. worth. You yeah. know, most of, most of them, they are untouchables. And that means that uh, they were not allowed to be touched because they are impure. And this is what they know. You know, they, they have a very, very low caste or they have even no caste. Uh, Dalits they are called Mm. so you know what is somebody like this believing about herself or himself I am nothing I don't deserve anything and when somebody comes along saying I help you they think oh my god what's wrong here and that's also that must be a big struggle because I'm thinking if you're telling someone they're worth something and they have no belief of their worth it's a bit of a struggle and I can see why the hypnosis has been helping uh, I can't even imagine doing it without that kind of framework of changing people's minds a little, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. their spirits, yeah. you know. I mean, it's just, yeah, uh, absolutely. they start absolutely. so down. And I yeah. still think, you know, when I see you, when we get together in Germany now and then and we have a coffee or a lunch or something, it's always, I still don't know the big scheme of it. So now I find out... Okay that you have managed to get people to work for you and help out in Nepal. So now no longer just you, you're still in charge of this bigger organization of getting more kids through and, and educated yeah. and everything. From, yes. They're just not, it's not about just feeding them. You have made it into making change. So you now have uh, 50 people working for you in Nepal, but the whole onus of the operation is still totally on you. So if you don't bring yeah. home the bacon, nothing goes. 
<laughs> that's it. Nicely said. Exactly. That's the point. <laughs> and this is why I said earlier that I, I am worried. Uh, how, how is everything continuing? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I still have strength, but what if, what if, what if? So yes. years back, I didn't think about that. Nowadays, I am thinking about that. Yeah, I had very, very ill, so I almost died. I had malaria and rheumatic fever. And, well, that has shown me that, oh, my God. So I have to think about the future. But, you know, it's not so easy because even if I think about the future, there are not so many crazy people like I am, like me. And no. uh, it's, it's difficult to find someone who would go along with me and continue all this. So do you think that one of the children, are, have, are any of them working for you in, in the school by yes. any chance? Yeah. Yes, they do. Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah. Yes. So yes. Uh, are there any sort of perspective assistance that can turn into you? Yes. Awesome. Uh, well, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. Nevertheless, it would be difficult for them to manage this European or the U.S. side. You know, yes. this, this is just reality. They are already now, I mean, after 20 years, <laughs> it should be like that. But now after 20 years, they can run the home nicely and beautifully. You know, th this is already a big achievement that I do not have to be there all the time. And I can go and fundraise or doing keynotes or work in Germany and Switzerland. But this uh, administration and the fundraising side is not possible to give it to them over there in Nepal. No, and that's the difficulty. I, you know, I've been having the same thing, thinking about SP, which is like a small thing compared to what you've got. This is people's okay. lives we're talking about. This is even more. Yeah, with you too. <laughs> well, yes, it's helping a lot of people, but it's still the same, but you start to think about it, but it's a lot easier for me to pass it on. I have a lot of great people in the background. Mm -hmm. You have great mm -hmm. people for Nepal, but like you say, mm -hmm. what happens yeah. when you get to Europe and, and, and you seem to yeah. need to have another face out there would be great if we somehow had some kind of face with you somewhere. I don't yeah. know how. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see what, yeah, what springs why. up. You know, uh, if, yeah, yeah. Uh, if the why is big enough, the how will come. But sometimes I'm frustrated because it is still walking, but not arriving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there's always a lot of people who say they would like to help. Um, yeah. But no one is ready to give up their life. Not yeah, very many. And yeah. that's the issue. Because yeah, yeah. you've that's pretty it. well that's given it. your whole life to this. Uh, yeah, I, I did. I mean, and I you do have family, right? You do have a family. I do. I, I have a son and I have two grandchildren. And I am not that very, very good grandma. I mean, I do my best. But, you know, I'm very busy to save the world. And I have to admit sometimes that I, I'm not looking in front of my own door always. It's just not possible. There is always this higher higher purpose and well sometimes of course I question myself what is good and what should I improve on yeah yeah I know yeah. I understand that totally yeah. uh, or oh, friends friends even <clears throat> you know oh um, yeah that's Martin said you know well how did you manage when you didn't uh, have the total belief you had nothing to cling to yet 
Where did you find your resources? Um, well, at the beginning, I must say, I had the total belief. I do not know from where it came from. I had the total belief. I am going to make it no matter what. And I, I was so convinced. I had so much certainty. You know, the certainty I never had for myself. Uh, I yeah. didn't believe in myself, but I believed in the change for these children. And at, at first, it, it was all I was giving and a friend. Uh, so I have put all my resources, all my money into it. And then later, uh, friends saw this passion. You know, of course, my eyes were sparkling when I was talking about it. And then they uh, had given some money or borrowing even money or uh, taking over sponsorships. And so it was slowly, slowly growing. And I'm really proud to say that I have many sponsors and donors from those early days like 18, 20 years ago, because they are so happy about the change. Yeah. They, they can really, really see that they were sticking with us, you know. But I, I was just asking around, you know, if, if for me, I couldn't do, like you say, but, but for others, I could. And, and so that, that, was, that was really kind of, vision, kind of a vision I had in front of my eye. Mm. And I made it possible. You know, I just made it possible. Yeah. How many children are in the Happy Children's Home now? No, over time. Uh, so over now time. They, Let's say over time. So uh, it, are they are always around like 160 to 200, uh, you know, wow. directly yeah. in our care and raised by us. So children are staying with us about 15 to 18 years. Wow. So it's not just a short-term something. We are really, really educating them and or, or on that holistic, spiritual way. Just surviving is not enough because the work is too much just to make them survive. Of course, life is precious, but I want to make good people out of them so that they can pay it forward. And uh, on top, we are um, supporting people outside the homes, like children outside in school sponsorships or giving out meals. So we are giving out roughly uh, uh, half a million meals now. And of course, we, we want to we wanna increase it. Yeah. Wow. So it's probably a thousand we are supporting also in, indirectly additionally. Wow. Well, yeah. for a one-person crusader to start all that movement and run that, it's, I know that it can be energy draining for sure, right? Yeah. But it can also yeah. be a very uplifting, I would think, at the same time. Yeah. So there's this always a yin and yang to it. It's like you're, I, I, you're absolutely. Worn, yeah, absolutely, you get yeah. totally worn out from, I'm sure we'll, yeah. we'll, we're going to yeah. go to break, not yeah. long from now, but uh, we'll talk about that because I think, the inner spirit, you say it's, not, you know, you didn't have in your depression. And it just shows you that your inner spirit was so strong that mm -hmm. you started all this up. And this is still going 20 years later in a yeah. much bigger sense, but still not in what we call the big sense of, you know, the word, which I don't know if that would be the ideal anyway, but uh, mm -hmm. it would definitely take some of the pressure off your shoulders. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So... We really would like to find someone who has passion in it and all that. I have passion about what I do, but I would not have strong enough passion. Maybe, I think maybe I'm, this is my excuse and I'm sticking to it, but maybe at 66, you, you just can't find the, 
the strength or not the strength, but the real motivation to keep really slogging. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, that's I, my excuse. I'm not going to. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Come on. I mean, everybody's contributing and everybody yeah. has their, their yeah. way of so, life and of course their passion. Um, what would you like to happen in the future? In the big picture? Well, in the big picture, oh, my biggest wish is uh, uh, high-end donors so that I can plan forward better and I yeah. can afford an assistant in Europe or in the U.S. That's my biggest wish at the moment. Okay. You know, it's, it's not the overall big picture, but that's what uh, I need to put out because... Oh, well, I, I'm not getting younger, and I'm nearer to 60 now than, than to, tw- to 20, of course, but nearer to 60 than to 50. And um, I'm not getting younger, and uh, sometimes I'm thinking, how much longer can I work 20 hours a day? How much longer can I just sleep so little? And sometimes I, I'm really afraid that my body is saying one day, you. <laughs> Yeah, I totally get that. Anyway, we're going to break and then we'll talk about something else when we come back. See you then. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Hi. This is Inez Simpson. Thanks for listening to the show, Hypnosis Everywhere. If this is the first time listening, well, we have a whole treasure trove of shows archived here and on Voice America page and in Hypnosis Everywhere website, all free for you to listen to anytime. The first year's broadcast showed the amazing diversity of the talent and the skills of those people who make up our fascinating hypnosis community. This season, Hypnosis Everywhere, the next level, will delve deep into where modern hypnosis is now taking us, the new discoveries and adventures as we explore this infinite mind of ours. And we explore Simpson Protocol Hypnosis that is taking us higher and deeper than ever before. We'll talk about astounding insights that show us how our mind can shape and change our lives for the better. So come join us on Hypnosis Everywhere, amazing people who are on amazing adventures in this world of hypnosis. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, send an email to Inez. That's I-N-E-S at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Okay, welcome back, everyone, to Hypnosis Everywhere, and I'm here with Gabby Lazinger, 
Gurr. So my voice sort of left there. <laughs> and we're here about happy children's. Now, I'm just talking to Gabby about all this stuff. And, you know, first thing I'd like to do is just mention again what the name of the charity is. Specifically, there's a hyphen in there, I think. And the email address. Uh, the email address we'll get Absolutely. into, but first let's the name of the charity itself is happy uh, hyphen no just happy children happy children yes. okay so all oh, the the hyphens from the oh website and the email. okay <laughs> so we are going to put the email address because it is a bit complicated apparently on the show page but if you need to get a hold of her and you don't get to the show page you can send it to me at inez at inezsimpson.com, the one that's all over the show. You can't miss it. It's always mentioned. I will forward it to Gabby. That's my contribution, as little as it is. Um, so uh, <clears throat> why did I want to have Gabby on? I've been whining for a year, and we, you know, it's when this woman is always working 20 hours a day and off in Nepal and then in Germany, and then I'm flying around here and there. We have managed not to do that so well. So this, I want to really take advantage of this last segment to really promote Gabby because she's the real deal. I just always think, you know, how many people have you walked into in your lifetime that have made that impact on your, your impression and, and even the, her part of the world? I mean, you know, was it Martin was talking about Mother Teresa and how she said, you know, people would say, well, you can't help every baby, you know, you can't save them all. And she said, yeah, but you can start with one. Right. And Gabby, you've done that. You started with one or a few. And now, now, actually, now that you're so successful in the scheme of things, and this is quite a success story for 20 years, you have to admit that that's a success story. But now you're even more worried because now you're looking ahead to the future when you cannot do it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's not an easy target. And you started off with what you said was really there was no belief. It was just a feeling in here. You know, that same feeling is going to direct you something. And it's going to come maybe just like all this came together without really knowing how it was going to work. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's how you've gone through the 20 years. It's not knowing how it's going to work. Absolutely. Day and by that, day. Yeah, day by day, and it's not going to change. But I would also like to say that everybody understand that she's not really looking for someone who works 20 hours a day like she does. I don't think we could find that person. <laughs> no. But we could find a bunch of people that could help, maybe give some free um, assistance in graphic skills or um, social media, um, e even getting emails. Um, what do you call those things? Building email lists. <laughs> Building email lists and, and all those things, as you can tell, I wouldn't do too good at. <laughs> but all those market, marketing for her or doing any of that, taking something off her plate would be very greatly of trouble. Yeah. So Martin says, I'm taking over. And I do because kind of, I was kind of passionate about getting you some help. So maybe I'll let you speak now. <laughs> That's it, or spreading the word, you know, just spreading the word. Because you know, sometimes I felt 
did I really do the right thing? I mean, I, I don't really mean it seriously, but sometimes I really said to God, did I really do, do, do the right thing? Because things are so difficult and I, I really have to get the money together, you know, always chasing these donations. I mean, I, I have to raise around 40,000 each and every month so that uh, they can eat and they can go to school. And when people are saying, come on, you have to think about yourself, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah, you know, after sometimes I thought, do I do all wrong? Do I have to look after myself first? But what happens with them then? You know, I, I can't reverse the order. Yeah. And the fact is that they have to eat and they have to live and they have to go to school. So yeah. it, it would be a big help if somebody has a great idea how to fundraise bigly and uh, well i would be yeah. very grateful. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so it's also the the charity is registered in the eu right and in yes. america is that what you said to me uh, it is not registered in america we are under the umbrella of an american organization okay. so the american organization uh, is uh, 501c registered and they could take the donations and forward it to us and then the tax paper could be done oh. there okay Okay, that's all the stuff that went just over my head. Um, <laughs> let's go back to talking about the field. <laughs> okay, <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> But seriously, uh, the field, you know, we're talking about this all the time. And yeah. what it is, is just it's going to be a massive energy is what it is. It's a massive energy that yeah. if it's a, a good mass, it's a great energy. And it's going to yeah. suck good energy to you. So yeah. I, I, I can't see that it's, I can see that it isn't easy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Miss NLP, you know, we don't say it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> so we might make sure that things are, we know they're not easy. This is not an easy field to be in. I mean, no. No. I think, I still think there's sort of a halo around her head. And uh, she's blushing again, but that's okay. I, no, no more. Don't give me any more. No, but seriously, Gabby, I need people to understand what exactly you have done in this life and what you need help with. And that is anything, right? Mm -hmm. So like attracts like, we say that all the time. And you should attract lots of good stuff, honey, because you are the best. You are, your heart's always in the right place. You always care. Um, I do. That's and you care a lot. It's like not you. like, yeah. Uh -huh. Like you. Yeah. So it will. We got to get this going so we can make you at least have some time to sleep. <laughs> that would be great. That would. Yeah. Be great. What's the biggest gift we can give Gabby? Is some extra time to sleep. So. Oh, honestly. <laughs> yeah, so we have a little bit of Sigmund time left now. Is uh, I'd like you to just tell us maybe a, one or two stories. I know, well, the stories, I know they were difficult in the earthquake time. It doesn't have to be about that time. That's more difficult. Maybe some uplifting ones, a couple about the children. Um, uh, yeah, one one girl, or there are many. You know, I don't even know which one to choose from, but... 
uh, th there is one girl and she had a, a big hunchback. So her lungs uh, were squeezed because that scoliosis was really very hard. So I managed to get um, a place for her in Switzerland to be operated. So it was a very big operation and she, her life was saved. And she uh, is running a school nowadays, so she opened uh -huh. a school, so she's a principal now, and she, she's always saying that I want to do what I have been taught. And she, she's so passionate about it, so, and such a loving principal, and I'm so proud of her. So stories like that, I have really a lot, or a girl who had leprosy, and uh, she, she was not even touched because everybody, so Nepal is a very superstitious country, so everybody was thinking that she's cursed or some negative demons are in her. They didn't understand about this illness and this disease. And uh, when I found her, so she, she had absolutely uh, no spirit in her. And the woman she is now is... is is worth everything I have done because she said my mission is to make people smile like happy children did for her, save her in her darkest hours. And, yeah. you know, stories like that. And the, the other stories uh, about the earthquake. And so I don't mention because <laughs> it's kind of, you know, you just have to get along. Yeah. Uh, the, the world opens in front of you and what are you thinking about? Oh my God, how am I saving my children? What, what is yeah. happening right now? Yeah. We manage and that's it. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. that's, that's how life is. And it's just a little starker truth in some yeah. places than others. And, yeah. um, but I think you're putting those kids out and that's paying forward hugely. Think about the expansion. We, call, we talk about compounding in hypnosis world that we need to compound yeah. things to make it, it so that you will remember, change your habits, compound it, compound. Well, this yeah. is compounding in a wholly different way. Um, so we know from being hypnotists or just being human people is how important touch is. And because they were the untouchables, it was even more difficult, right? Um, can you give a little more input about that? Because I think that's something that people don't really have a concept of. Uh, you mean about the untouchables? Yeah, of being untouchable. Not only untouchable as a cast, but mm -hmm. being felt that you are not deserving touch and without touch, how we function not so well. Oh, yeah. This is why hypnosis is so important, or even the hypnotic language, if it, if it is not the deep hypnosis, uh, because they they have so much the belief that they don't deserve anything that they don't live up to anything good actually and mm -hmm. so it, it's very hard to show them that they are loved uh, which can be sometimes really frustrating because you know giving your heart giving everything wanting their best and you see them they are not accepting it you know really and so this uh, language of love and also caring and, and, and touching in love, that, that is actually all together the package, you know, making yeah. it different. Yeah, I think that is the package, and, but not everyone knows how to put the package together. And I think you started and you just didn't know exactly, you had, it wasn't a plan. No. 
No, you, no, you just no. felt your way through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's like being a mother. I mean, when you give birth to a child, do you know exactly, especially with the first child, what you have to do? Oh, you yeah. know, it's intuition or it, it's yeah. some deep core wisdom you, we have inside us. And then you still make the mistake on your second one thinking you know what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's different. Every yeah, child exactly. will be different. Yeah, So. Exactly. Um, you know, people mostly change. You can't really change anything anyway, so why bother? Um, yeah. I want you to give your answer to that question, please, because I think you know the answer, and I don't so well. Yeah. What can I say to that? I think it's not true. I think, I think it's, it's not. not true because each and every thought, each and every feeling is changing something. And yeah. not only in the field, not only in the universe, as treat the others, you want to be treated. And, and if you just give out a smile, nothing else, just a smile, it can change yeah. the, the world. It can change a lot. And look around us, around here, and just anywhere around, yeah. you yeah. can do that for people that you are walking by. We need, you know, things have become somewhat closed off in people's, yeah. in fields of vision. Uh, yeah. You know, you used to walk down the street, say hello to everybody, hiya, you know, yeah. how are you and all that. And life has changed somewhat in that field. So Absolutely. maybe, mm -hmm. so maybe we can start getting people just to notice who's in front of them and just exactly. smiling and just exactly. being okay with it. You, you never know what people are going through. You always think it, oh, you know, I, it's always me. <laughs> It's always about us, of course, yeah. and we yeah. think we're having a hard time, but there's people, many people who have a much worse time, so I Absolutely. would like you just to do that, and uh, Martin brought that to my attention because, really, it's just a small thing in the scheme of things, but it's going to help everything. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. Um, Martin, how much time do we have left here? We got three minutes. What do you want to fill it with? Thank you, thank you, thank you. It was an honor. No, it was yeah. an honor to talk to you. It was an honor you know, to, to be on the show yeah. and to be heard by, by people or yeah. the, the, the people who are touched by this topic. So, okay, Gabby, what I want to talk about the last three minutes is I know that you have some intention of bringing teenagers. Let's talk about that a little bit. Go ahead. Ah, okay. I thought you want to ask something. Yeah. No. So um, we have been organizing retreats, leadership retreats, travel trips, and I I had the idea to do that for teenagers from all over the world to get to know another country, to get to know the life of children in another country, and to create awareness. You know how we can all work together, all be one. And um, just just to to see a different life, actually. Great, as change attitudes or get understanding yes. of other people. Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. And uh, you also have a Facebook page, and it's called um, Happy Children, of course. And it yes. has an E dot capital V uh, behind it. And yeah. it's there, it's a nonprofit organization. Yes. <coughs> so sorry about that. Anyway, I'll get in trouble for that one. <laughs> but we, so this is pretty well the end of the show, and I want to th thank you so much for being here. 
and I hope we get you some help so you can sleep at least six hours a day, <laughs> which would really be great. I thank you so very much. Thank you for being my friend. Oh, thank you for being my friend too. <laughs> I'm very privileged, actually. I get to have a lot of great friends, and uh, you're on the top of the list for sure. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> okay, my sweet. So, um, is now I'm just going to say goodbye and uh, see you soon. I hope I get to meet you along the way somewhere for lunch yes. or coffee. And uh, otherwise, we'll Zoom sometime again. Yes. Thank you so much. And thank you for everyone for listening. And thank thank everybody for listening for sure. And please just send those emails to me and I'll forward them to Gabby. We'll see you all next time. Thank you for being a part of the show today. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week. 